On episode 252 of the Tennis Files podcast, you'll learn about the future of tennis tech and how it can help your performance with Swapnil Sahai. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mehrban Iranshad. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the show. Delighted to have you listening. And today we have an interview with Swapnil Sahai from Swing Vision. He is actually the co-founder and CEO of Swing Vision, which is a mobile AI platform for shot tracking, video analysis, and officiating. Uh, Really an amazing app that is pushing forward the digital tech in the tennis realm, which is sorely needed. We are lagging behind a lot of other sports. So I definitely really appreciate, you know, what uh, Swing Vision has brought to the table. Swapnil is also uh, a co-instructor for Data8, uh, which is the foundations of data science, the largest class at UC Berkeley, with over 1,600 students from across 40-plus majors. And he also built patented AI for 3D object tracking at Tesla Autopilot. If you don't exactly know what that is, don't worry, because I didn't either, and I asked Swapnil about it, and he uh, went into it in some detail, um, although not too much detail to confuse all of us, which is really appreciated. And yeah, we go into tennis tech and, you know, what has worked over the years and what hasn't and the importance of recording yourself. And then also just the really, really helpful features and how Swing Vision can help your game. And uh, if you're interested in trying out Swing Vision, you can go to tennisfiles.com slash swingvision for an exclusive 30-day free trial for Tennis Files listeners. And there's also a Tennis Files bundle discount, which is pretty awesome as well, if you go through tennisfiles.com slash swingvision, where you can get $100 off a combined package of a phone mount and annual membership, uh, which I believe is it will be like 160 or something instead of 260 So that's pretty awesome. And thanks to Swing Vision for setting that up. Really appreciate that. So yeah, try the free trial or take advantage of the bundle, the discount bundle and through that link. And it's in the show notes as well. But with that, I want to bring you the interview with Swapnil on tennis tech and how it can help your game. So without further ado, here it is. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode with my friend Swapnil Sahai, and we're going to talk about the evolution of tennis tech and how it can help your performance, and also the very impressive Swing Vision platform uh, that we're going to let you know about, and also have a special link that you all can check out as well. But first of all, Swapnil, a pleasure to have you on today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, happy to have you on. And, you know, as we were talking uh, before we hit the record button here, you know, I always encourage uh, our players to to record themselves, to analyze their game. Really, that's the best way to improve. And it's just incredible how much 
tech has evolved, as we'll speak about, you know, in terms of swing vision and, and you know, yeah. all the different aspects of your game that you can analyze. And even and seeing you all on the, the Apple event was was amazing too. just uh, repping tennis there <laughs> with the biggest brand, you know, there is so. Uh, super cool. But yeah, I guess first off, how, how have things been for you uh, lately? It's been good. It's been busy. Um, uh, Apple's been promoting us quite a bit. Uh, we actually just had a really cool PR event in Paris a couple of weeks ago. I was out there with Apple and we demoed Swing Region to a bunch of journalists. So um, yeah, someone at Apple really likes tennis. I don't know who, but it's uh, I, I'm happy for it. So it's good. We were kind of elevating the sport even more, which is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Great to hear that. And yeah, California, it's a great place to, to play tennis. A lot of great players come out from there. So, you know, I'm curious, and I always ask this of my guests, because I'm really interested to hear about the um, origin story, if you will, for, uh, you know, how how the guests get started in tennis. So how did you get your start? And when did you start in the, the great game of tennis? <laughs> uh, so I started playing probably when I was seven years old, I want to say maybe six or seven years old. Um, my, my dad played growing up in India that was like his main sport and so he would play on the weekends like my whole life and then I kind of got to the age where I could start playing it too the first sport I probably played actually was soccer and I hated it um because I just I didn't have the patience for like running around and like you don't score anything and I just never understood it and I love tennis because it was just like right away it's like every point make making a point or losing a point so for me i love the instant uh reward <laughs> um that's there uh so I, I just got hooked like right away um you know i also ended up playing like basketball which i still play and i, I still love and basketball is also an amazing sport for me but um tennis has been the one that like i played the most i played um you know in high school for my team and then i continued playing when i was in college it was like a really great way for me to just like stay fit and kind of take a break from like my studies and all that um and i've played it basically throughout my life uh, since that time since i was seven awesome love to hear that love for the game uh and, and i guess you said big basketball fans are you like a, a lakers fan <laughs> um i mean it's interesting for me watching basketball because like i don't get attached too much to like teams i, I still look at it almost in the mm. lens of like tennis where i like i like i appreciate like certain players and i like watching certain players so like i was i was definitely a big like kobe fan back in the day um, and just for just you know his game, um, and you know now I appreciate you know like all the all the great players that are there. I don't think I have any particular ties to a team per se, um, but I do enjoy like playing uh, basketball as well. And I'm like decently tall, so that helps. Uh, I have some natural uh, help there. <laughs> I can be a little bit lazy, just to be the center. Um, so you know that's that's nice. But um, no, yeah, it's it's been great. And then I mean I mean I'm a huge tennis fan too. So I've been to I've actually attended all the Grand Slams in person. Um, to watch matches um i saw like roger play at wimbledon i've seen rafa play at Roland garros i've seen novak play at australian open so i'm a pretty big fan of that way um and uh i follow the sport like super closely as well so awesome awesome and uh if i recall correctly i think a couple of really huge american players have backed swing vision as well yeah. isn't that right yeah yeah so we yeah have, yeah um, like you know yeah james blake um former you know world number yeah. four and then andy roddick of course you know former world number one u.s open champion so yeah it's been awesome having them on board they were actually like literally our first two investors which is pretty crazy um so they believed in us like from the very very start um so yeah we've been super lucky to have them and uh yeah probably wouldn't exist without their their support honestly because like we were pretty we were struggling to raise money in the early days um so they they really believed in the vision yeah i love that um james blake in particular i've had him on the podcast in one of my summits 
and he's a really lovely guy. So that that's really cool to hear that. And yeah, I I really think um you know tennis has been starving for uh, for tech. You know, I'm talking to some some great people like Dr. Mark Kovacs, for instance, and it, we're just lagging behind. Like especially like golf, for instance. Yeah. Um, they're they're way ahead of us. So uh, thanks totally. for pulling us, <laughs> you know, a little bit. <laughs> you know, uh, making the gap a little smaller there. Um, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sorry to interrupt. Um, you know, what, what I'm in, really interested in asking you, too, before we get to, um, you know, the evolution of tech is, and, and Swing Vision is uh, you do have experience um, building patented AI for 3D object tracking at Tesla Autopilot. And, you know, Tesla, a huge brand as well. So I'm just curious, um, how, how was that experience? And maybe even explain, like, what that even is and then how maybe that could, could have helped uh, with Swing Vision, if at all. Yeah, for sure. So I was at Tesla originally as an intern, actually, when I was in grad school. So I was I went to Columbia to do my PhD in statistics, originally trying to be a professor at the nice. time. While I was there, I, I did a couple of internships with Tesla. Um, and yeah, this was basically their autopilot team, which is like their autonomous driving team. So it's, it's the team that works on all the algorithms that lets the car drive itself. Um, so I was originally an intern. After I finished grad school, I went there full time, almost two years working there. Um, and I was specifically working on object tracking. So every Tesla vehicle has like eight cameras around it. And I was working on using the cameras to actually detect what's happening around you. So like, where are the cars and the pedestrians around me right now? How fast are they moving? You know, what direction are they moving in? Um, you know, do I need to stop right now because it's a pedestrian crossing right in front of me? So you basically like don't hit stuff is like the goal. Um, and so that was my problem. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's pretty sophisticated with what they were doing, especially considering that unlike other self-driving companies, Tesla only uses cameras. So most other companies will use these other sensors, like use laser beams and like radar and sonar and all kinds of stuff. Um, at Tesla, we just use cameras. And that was actually a really important constraint for me to have for Swing Vision because as I got really deep in that problem, I started to realize like, oh, maybe for tennis, we could solve the problem of tracking the ball using just cameras. And I went as far as having the idea that we should just do it with one camera. I think that's really what's been so different about Swing Vision. Um, when I created Swing Vision initially, there were technologies that could track the ball, you know, using multiple cameras, like Hawkeye is the most famous example of that. So they have like, you know, eight to 10 cameras around the court. They can like triangulate the position super accurately. Um, and that's great for like a professional event. You want to have like as accurate as you can. But I was just thinking like, as an individual player, like I'm not going to set up eight cameras every time I play. Like, that's just crazy. There's no chance I'm going to do that. Um, it's just not a good consumer experience. And so I wanted to create, like, I basically thought like literally if Elon was solving this problem, what would he do? And he would say like, make this as simple as possible. Just use your iPhone, make the experience really good and figure out the engineering, no matter how hard the engineering is, figure it out. And that's what I, that's what I basically told my team was like, okay, we're going to do this with one camera. This is crazy. No one's done this before. No one thinks this is even possible. Like literally every investor we pitched thought it was crazy. Um, but we just kind of had the conviction that we could do it with one camera and we just did all the hard work we could to make sure that it would work with one camera. And that's what we accomplished. And um, that's why it's been adopted more than any other product, basically in the space, in any sport actually, um, is because it's just so easy to use and yet it's able to do so much. Um, and it's all just using the power of your smartphone. Yeah, um, I love that because obviously um, with with a lot of things like, I, you know, the easier you you allow people to accomplish, you know, what they need to do, like the more they're going to yeah. use it. So you got to reduce that friction um, exactly. with habits, with everything. So uh, definitely love that. And, and yeah, to get more into the to well, actually, let's go with um, this question, which is like, what do you consider? to be like the the beginnings of tennis tech. I'm curious because I'm I'm sure that you probably like studied like 
you know, uh, all the different technologies in tennis and like, how can we improve? And like, what is what have people been mm. doing or developing like throughout the years? So where did you kind of start in your research? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting when you think about tech, because like, I, I think technology doesn't necessarily have to be digital, right? And so I think if you think about the earliest change that happened in, in tennis was probably like the strings and the rackets itself, like that technology changing was like so massive. It's like opened up this whole baseline game that we see today, right? Like this wouldn't be possible with like the older technology that we had. So I think that was itself a pretty massive change. Um, but I mean, if you're talking about actual like digital technology, uh, you know, Hawkeye was probably the pioneer in like electronic tracking of like footage using cameras. You also saw some pretty cool tools that were like sensor based. So you saw all kinds of various sensors that you could like stick on the racket, um, like the ZEP sensor or things like that, right? Um, where you like stick something on the bottom of your of your racket, it can detect like your swing data and stuff like that. Um, so like that was a lot of the stuff that we saw at the time when we were first starting to work on Swing Vision. That was like the most accessible consumer technology was like something that you stick on your racket, which is cool, but like it's just so limited in the data that you can capture there. Like you can only do so much with sensors. Um, and we actually initially made an app for the Apple Watch that did the same thing. So you could actually wear your watch on your wrist and it would track like the speed of your swing and like, are you hitting a forehand or a backhand? And that was, that was pretty interesting information, but it's still just very limited. Um, and we wanted to do more. We wanted to actually track the ball trajectory, like call the lines, keep score for you. And you need, you need cameras to do that. So that was where we realized like there was a big gap there um, in the technology, at least in tennis. Um, and there were like some people trying to do it. There's, there's some companies that have tried to do this, but it's again, they've all used like multiple cameras. They all cost like several thousand dollars a court. So there was, there was nothing that was really going to be ever affordable for amateurs. Um, and so we were just like, dang, that sucks. Like we would love to have that for everybody. Um, and so then we just decided to make it happen. Yeah, it's super interesting. It, it, it's really funny because I remember coming uh, to Orlando, which is where I am now, like a couple of years ago, and they have this like racket and paddle show or something like that but there was a forum about like technology like um yeah just general tennis tech and then they were talking about like all the different um ones that are on the racket and they're like oh yeah there were like five or six but now i only yeah. recommend one and that <laughs> one isn't even like uh being supported i was like what the heck is yeah. like how can we not have like yeah. one good one of those so I, i'm curious um yeah. what what you think were like the the maybe like the biggest flops in terms of like tennis tech, maybe it's what I just mentioned. And then like, you know, the bigger six uh, ones that succeeded. Yeah. I mean, digital. we'll go digital. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like the sensors were the most proliferant and you saw everybody go into this space. Like Babolat made a sensor, uh, Sony made a sensor, like everyone was trying to go into this space, right? Like maybe a decade ago. Um, the biggest problem we saw, and actually a lot of our customers in the early days who were using our Apple Watch app were coming from those sensors. They were like, I use these sensors for a long time. It was just really like not a good user experience because you had to remember to like unplug it from your racket and then like charge it. And it's just like an extra thing to charge. Whereas if you have like an Apple Watch or something, like that's just part of your daily routine. You use it for everything besides just tennis, right? Like having this dedicated device just for the sport I play and I don't use it for anything else in my life. That right there, I think is like a deal breaker for a lot of people. And so I think that was a big reason why those failed. Um, and then you have um, the various camera technologies that are out there besides uh, Hawkeye. There's a bunch that have been out there and, um, you know, they've, they work well, but I think it's just, it's just too expensive. That's really the biggest issue for them was like, they were just way too costly. And so you saw some clubs using them or some colleges using it, but overall it just wasn't like accessible enough. Um, and so, you know, that's really where we, 
brought the improvement and we kind of merged both of those concepts together. So we're like, let's make it so easy to use that it's like this little device, literally your smartphone, but it's providing like the power and capability that you expect from something like Hawkeye. Um, and, and then let's do it with a device that you normally charge and use every day anyway, which is your smartphone. You don't need to worry about going and buying another device or extra hardware or anything like that. It's all just like part of your normal flow. Um, you know, maybe you have to remember to charge your phone a little bit more, but other than that, it's it's not like a very big change in your daily behavior um, to to use this on a regular basis. Yeah, great stuff there, Swapnil. And then how about as far as um, uh, apps that like either, I guess, mainly coaches or sometimes players use to like analyze strokes? Like I think maybe one is like Coach's Eye or something like that. I'm not sure how much you've looked at that. And I know you can obviously like use Swing Vision to, to accomplish some or all of that. but yeah. um, what are your thoughts on, you know, how helpful that can be? And then also like how it may be integrated with Swing Vision? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Like you would think that we would have done a lot of research on those kinds of technologies, but we kind of like, just started with like a blank slate. And so I, I've heard people mention Coaches. I, I personally actually never used it, even though I've heard about it so much. Um, but we we basically, when we were approaching Swing Vision, we didn't go and really use too much of these other products. What we did mainly was just interview people on like, what do they want? And like, how can we solve this for you? We're not going to try to get biased by like what exists in the market today because we want to create like a brand new experience from scratch and like design it from the ground up basically for like what we think you're going to want and what's going to solve your problems. Um, so I honestly can't comment too much. I imagine a lot of those existing solutions are a lot more manual. So like you could record footage, you could maybe review it and there's like some nice tools there to maybe like draw on it or whatever, but it's all very manual and very slow. And I think that's the main advantage for Swing Vision is that We've basically automate everything. We tag the match for you. We tag your shots for you. You can go and review things really, really fast. And it's just the fastest way to improve your game, I think, is to use Swing Vision because, like, literally, you can analyze your match in like ten minutes. I mean, you can't do that with any other solution. Um, and it's because of the AI that's tagging everything for you that makes it so fast. Um, and then there's like more things that we could do. You know, we don't support like drawing on the video or anything like that yet. But I mean, those are things we're going to add over time. But we felt like the core was let's just save you time and get you to the footage you need to see and not worry about scanning through all the time that you're picking up balls or taking a water break. Um, <laughs> and so that was like the goal there. Um, and that's, that's what that's like been our big focus, but yeah, surprisingly we haven't, we haven't had too much familiarity with these other products. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, yeah, it's a unique product you're, you're making there. Um, I'm curious, you know, I don't know how much or of this you can disclose, but like when, you know, you had talks with, uh, Andy Roddick, James Blake, like, you know, they're obviously like amazing world-class players. Um, were there any particular features or anything that they said that they thought was integral to this app succeeding or anything like that? That's interesting. I mean, at the time, so, you know, we, we reached out to them before we even wrote like a single line of code essentially. So this was, you know, like we just had the yeah. idea, um, which is like crazy to think about that they've made the bet at, just based on the idea. <laughs> Um, yeah. but, but that was all it was. It was just an idea. It was like, Hey, I'm going to bring Hawkeye to your iPhone. That's like basically what I'm trying to do. Um, and, um, and I was like, we're going to try to track stats about your game, your, your shot placements, things like that. You'll be able to create highlights. You'll be able to do line calling. Um, and they didn't really, you know, focus too much on particular features, but one thing, one insight, which was new and interesting, and I didn't realize which is what James brought up, um, is that the pro players don't have this either. Like you think they do because they have Hawkeye in the professional matches, but as soon as they walk off that center court, they have no data about their practice matches or anything that they're doing on the practice court. There's zero data. Um, and so that blew my mind. I just assumed there must've been something. 
Um, and, um, and he felt like if we can get it to an accuracy level where it's like compelling and useful for pros, then there's actually an entire market there of pros who could use it. And not just the very top pros, but even the pros who are outside of the top 100, maybe who don't have the resources for like a traveling coach to go with them wherever they go. You know, this would be such an amazing way for them to constantly track their game and be able to like communicate that with their coach. So I think that was pretty fascinating. And that is something that we are planning to build eventually, um, which is the ability to be able to sort of like have a coach anywhere in the world review your footage for you. Um, and we'll actually have some early version of that this year itself. Um, so I think we're that's something that we can do really well because again, we can take your two hour match, cut it down to like 20 minutes, which means that as a coach now, you don't have to sift through that two hours of footage. You can literally review someone's match in like 20 minutes and provide that feedback really quickly. So it's great for the coach. It's great for the player. Um, makes coaching more accessible. So that's a big area I think that we're, we're pretty excited about. Yeah, that's super exciting. Um, as far as like, you know, all the features um, that Swing Vision has, like uh, I'm wondering like from, you know, feedback that you've gotten from players as well as just from your own perspective as a tennis player, which which ones you think are are integral that, that the players would really, really benefit from the most by using uh, Swing Vision? Yeah, I mean, I think the number one thing is just the video filters. So, you know, when you're playing a match, and this is how I would use it. So like, I'm playing a match, I feel like my serve's kind of off today. Other shots are working well, but my serve just something's off. I'm trying to make adjustments, but I'm not able to get it working. So after the match, I go back and I can easily filter and say like, show me every serve that I hit into the net. And it will just create a highlight reel instantly. I can go and watch just those serves. I can slow it down. I can zoom into my form, look at what's going on. I can figure out within like five seconds, basically, like what I was doing wrong. And this is, that's the value of video review, right? It's like when you see yourself playing, it's so obvious the mistake. Sometimes on the court, it's a little bit hard. Um, but just that, that alone is like so valuable to improve your game really quickly. And I've done this countless times where there's like some particular shot that I was hitting that just wasn't working that day. And normally I hit it just fine, but I couldn't get it to work. And, um, and the video review with the filters just makes it so efficient. I'm just literally like sitting on the couch improving my game, which is insane. Um, and, and that's, that's, that's actually how it works. So I think that's like, if you're talking about improving your game, that's, that's like the number one thing right there. Um, obviously we capture all kinds of data too, which is awesome too. So you can look at like the accuracy of your shots and everything. And that's really helpful too, because sometimes you may not have been thinking actively that like you were messing up on a particular shot, but you'll find like, oh my God, like when I was hitting this particular shot, I was missing it like 20, like 80% of the time. Like I need to go out and hit some balls against the ball machine or something. So that's also pretty cool to be able to like uncover those insights. And that's an area that we're trying to focus on more uh, in the second half of this year is to actually like bubble those up to you and let you know, like, Hey, these are the two or three things that like, whoa, you really need to work on this. You may not even realize it. Um, and so I think we're trying to just make that like even more efficient, but right now all the data is there. And so you could, you could find out like some pretty interesting patterns or things that you didn't realize you were doing wrong. Um, and then similarly, you can find out what you're doing well too. So, you know, if you can see like there's certain shots that I'm like, or certain patterns of play that I'm like always winning points on, um, then you, you can start to come up with like strategies for like particular players as well. Um, and that's also like a great benefit of the app. Yeah, I think that being able to filter for like, you know, all foreigns in the net or serves in the net, I think that's really incredible because then you can also compare it to like maybe all serves that you hit out or something like that, for instance, and like right. compare the technique and things like that, your toss. And to be able to, like you said, I mean, uh, you know, instead of filtering for hours, um, you know, just, just in like 10 minutes or whatever, um, uh, yeah. that's that's really incredible. And that's, I, I don't even know how to ask this question, but I guess 
I don't know, like you have like, I guess, programmers and, and, you know, for like AI and they just can tell like, you know, when it goes in the net, as long as you place the camera properly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's amazing tough technology. I, I don't know even how to ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can explain a bit about how it works. I mean, ultimately what it comes down to, and this is the same philosophy we had at Tesla, which is like, you just need to collect a lot of data of a lot of examples. So you need to have like thousands and thousands of forehands, thousands and thousands of backhands, thousands of shots that go into the net, thousands that go out and so on. And as you get more and more data, more and more examples, you can train these like kind of state of the art algorithms, which can kind of figure out. Um, just based on video, like what is actually happening. Main thing is just to have like a lot of that data. And so that Tesla, that's what they would have. So they would have like, you know, the beauty of Tesla was that they had cars on all, or they had cameras on all their cars, customers' cars. And so you have like thousands of customers driving all around the world. And so like you get so much diverse footage, just having people driving around the world. Um, and so that's what we've done really differently too, is like we released our app much earlier than we should have because it allowed us to get a lot more footage. Um, and so, you know, we've, we've had people playing on like all kinds of courts that you can imagine. I mean, I think we have more tennis footage than any other company in the world because it's just so many people playing on the platform and all kinds of weird courts, surfaces, colors, lighting conditions, day, night, dusk, dawn, whatever you name it, different shirt colors, neon green, whatever, you know, like we have all the combinations of anything you can imagine. And so all of that makes the AI more robust. And so it's not going to mess up when it sees like a new person in a new situation. Um, and every week it's getting better. So like basically every two weeks we ship out a new update and all the algorithms get better across the board. Like everything gets more accurate every two weeks and eventually that will stabilize. But, um, this has been like so much tremendous progress from our team over the last year, just doing a really good job of like collecting data, finding edge cases, finding situations where it doesn't work well for some users and, you know, getting more examples of that situation. And it's, it's a, it's like kind of a never ending process in some ways. Um, but you have to do all that hard work if you want it to be like so robust to everything. Um, and that's just kind of how modern like artificial intelligence algorithms have become. Like if you just do a good job of like getting the right data um, and getting all the edge cases, then like you can build something that's really accurate and really powerful. And I mean, leaving out a lot of details, it's obviously more complex, but that's that's like the crux of it, I think, is like if you can do that, then you can make something that's a really, really accurate and going to work well for everyone. I love that you're the... Uh... The data master. So cool. Um, and then in terms of like uh, devices, so like what devices can we use um, Swing Vision on? Yeah. So um, we support Swing Vision on iPhone right now and particularly iPhone 11 or newer. So like 11, 12, 13 and the iPhone SE, second gen and third gen. Um, so all those devices support real-time processing, which is pretty incredible because we process the video at like 60 FPS, which is really high frame rate. It's much higher than yeah. what we did at Tesla actually, um, which is crazy because it's your smartphone. So to so all those devices support real-time processing that allows us to like track all of your shots in real time, which means you can do things like challenge line calls from your Apple watch, um, you know, and like, <laughs> as soon as you're done recording, all your data is available, all those filters are available. There's zero delay. There's no like waiting for the video to upload to the cloud and it gets processed somewhere else. None of that. It's all just done on your phone. And it's just such an amazing experience. And um, we're hoping to expand to Android as well. Um, initially, we're going to only support the latest devices like the S22 that just came out and the Pixel phone from last year and this year's Pixel um, as well. Um, I mean, it's going to have to stay that way, actually, because there's, there isn't really a way for us to support older devices. Um, but basically, you're going to need those phones or newer. And then, you know, hopefully over time, like everybody's upgrading their phones every few years. And so everyone will have a device that's like capable 
But um, we really are taking advantage of kind of the latest hardware that is being put into these phones. And that's the reason that Apple has supported us and featured us so much. I, I would argue that we are running the most advanced algorithms for video processing of any app on the App Store, actually, um, because we have to track the ball, which is so tiny. And that means that you have to process it at a really high resolution to see it properly. And it's moving really fast, so you have to process it at a really high frame rate as well. So you can't just do like 30 FPS video, you have to do 60. Um, and so all of that just means it's like super intense, using a lot of battery, using a lot of power. But thankfully, Apple's made these chips that are like really, really power efficient and like optimized for the kinds of algorithms that we're trying to run. Um, and so that's why you do need an iPhone 11 or newer. But if you have that, it's just like such a great experience because everything's done in real time. And um, and we're excited for Android to to get that same functionality. It's going to get there soon. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that too. And honestly, like, if I get an Apple watch, because I love like, you know, classic watches, like I'm yeah, a big yeah. fan of them. Like the only reason that I would get an Apple watch <laughs> is for swing vision, like seriously. And it's, it's going to happen, but, um, yeah, well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because cool to be able to, we, we literally uh, every week I get an Android user telling us that they switched to iPhone for swing vision, like just for swing. Vision. It's crazy. Like I'm not right, making this yeah, up. Yeah, it happens yeah. every week. Like it's insane. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a great, um, technology to have. And then in terms of, um, just like best practices, I, I was curious, you, and you mentioned like, it's so cool that like the AI is constantly and you, you know, you and your team are updating. So it, it you know, helps, uh, every time, like, uh, with yeah. situ different situations, but like, what are some of like the biggest mistakes that people might make that would maybe make the, um, accuracy, uh, or decrease the accuracy? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Um, so when you're setting up, you do have this option to like zoom out because all the latest iPhones have like multiple lenses on the back, right? So I just show you my iPhone, right? So I have like multiple lenses here. And so if I use the ones that are zoomed out a little bit more, um, sometimes that's nice because you can see like more of the court and more of the court, like the back court. But the problem is that actually makes the accuracy go down a bit because you're zoomed away from the ball. So if you want like as accurate line calling as you want, you want to just use the standard like 1x zoom, which is the default anyway on the app. So just don't change that. Um, and you might you might miss a few shots that are hit outside of the view. Um, like sometimes you might be running, you know, to hit like a really wide shot or something, and maybe you won't be in the frame. But the AI actually does track those shots still. It's it's actually trained to be able to do that. And the more importantly, you'll get more accurate placements of when the ball lands because you always see the ball land in the view as long as you can see the whole court. So that's like one one little detail. Um, the other thing I'll say is mounting on top of the fence is much more accurate than mounting on like a tripod. So you can use a few different equipment options. We now actually are starting to sell um, our most optimal equipment option in the app directly. So we're trying to push everybody to that now. And that's a pole that like sticks on top of the fence. Um, and that's, it's it's the best. It's it's so fast to set up actually. It's just like literally like two, three seconds to just extend it, stick it on the fence. And it gives you the best angle because it's like on top of the fence. And it also gives you the best accuracy because it's so high up that like the players won't block the ball really at any point. Um, and so we're just able to see the ball a lot more clearly than if you were like kind of lower to the ground, the players like constantly in front of the ball. So that's, that's like the big one I'll say for everybody. Like if you're using the app, like definitely want to use that because like, it's, it's just a lot more accurate and it's way faster to set up. So it's so you can have a better experience. And overall we see people who use that are like twice as likely to use, continue using the app like six months later. So it's definitely the best option. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk about the, uh, the link that you all set for me, uh, set up for me, but, um, you'll be able to get a really nice discount off of the, uh, the bundle, uh, which includes the, uh, phone mount and then the annual membership. So, exactly. um, but yeah, I have that same exact mount. Nice. Well, it might, you know, it might be slightly different, but yeah, the tennis mount basically is the one I have and it's super, sure. you know, helpful and like, yeah, the angle is much better. So yeah. Awesome. And, uh, really curious too, like, you know, we mentioned Apple, uh, quite a few times, but how were you able to, because it, it was so cool for me, like I, I'm a big, you know, Apple guy as of yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago anyway. Uh, and, and um, you know, I like to watch their events. They're pretty cool and, and all the updates. And all of a sudden I see Swing Vision there on the <laughs> Apple event and, yeah, you know, seen by millions of people, which is incredible. So like, uh, how did you, how, how did that uh, happen? <laughs> it's wild. I mean, we were surprised ourselves because like usually Apple only shows really big brands. They'll show like Adobe or Zoom and you know, it's this random little company speakers that no one's heard of. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty surprising that they even reached out to us about that. But um, yeah, honestly, like it's, it's nothing we did from our side explicitly to get on to those features. Like we just pushed really hard to make a great user experience, a great product experience, like have really nice looking UI, like simple design. And, you know, I guess Apple, someone at Apple noticed and, and reached out to us and, over the years, they've kind of been in touch with us as we like release new features. And, um, you know, anytime, I guess now that they have like new product releases, sometimes our new features like line up well with, with what they happen to be releasing. Um, so, you know, it's not something that we've really like tried to do really. I mean, it was always a dream. It's like, yeah, I would love to be, you know, like every app developer, you know, but it's not something that you consciously like change your roadmap for or anything, I would say. Um, we just kind of kept building what we were building. Um, you know, trying to serve the tennis community, obviously trying to take advantage of the latest technologies as much as possible. Um, and Apple always likes that. So, you know, because we're we're like just making taking full advantage of like their newest devices all the time. Um, and so I think they just love like our pace of innovation, our our user interface. We tried to design it like in a way that if Apple was to make Swing Vision, what would it look like? Like we try to think it that way and just make it like super friendly, easy to use, um, pleasing to use, I should say, as well, right? Sounds like a delightful experience. And so I think just focusing on those things, you know, it's, it's a bunch of little things probably, but it all adds up, right? And then I think that's what helps uh, stand out. But yeah, for all of them, they've just reached out to us basically and said like, hey, we're going to feature in this thing. And we're like, wow, that's amazing. We'll, we'll definitely do it. So um, yeah, that's, that's basically how it works. And we, we pretty much always say yes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah, why wouldn't you, right? Mark so. me. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. And um, I was curious if you could just give us a little insight because I imagine that it's not the easiest thing to, uh, you know, get uh, an app on the Apple Store and then maintain it and whatnot. Like, so how's that? Um, how was that process, and how has it been for you? Yeah, that's actually interesting. You asked me about that because I the very first version I told you with the watch, like I basically made that on my own with my co-founder, and at that time we had never made an app before. This is, I mean, Swing Vision is the first app we ever made, um, but. We initially made an app for the Apple Watch. It was like a lot more basic. It would just track your swings. You could actually keep score like manually. Some people still do it today. Um, but that was like the first app we made. And it's just like a lot of like learning on our own. But honestly, it's like so easy with Apple's platform. Like at least publishing an app on the yeah. store, it's it's actually not that bad. Um, the hardest part is like actually just learning to code. Um, and that I, I kind of taught myself how to do because I didn't formally like study computer science in college. So I just like learned it online, learned how to code like specifically for Apple's um, platforms. Um, and then as I went through like online tutorials, I kind of just learned over time, like how to submit an app and all that stuff. So like that part, I think like the submission part isn't that bad. I think it's like making it is probably the harder part. And then once you make it, then maintaining it is also not too bad, but that was, it was harder 
in the early days because my co-founder were working on this like on the side while we were still doing our full-time jobs like i was at tesla like in the evenings i was working on swing vision so that was pretty stressful and hard but um once it becomes your full-time job it's a lot it's a lot easier i would say um but yeah i mean we're constantly like shipping updates on there and this is like our core product so we're we're committed to like constantly working on it and, and making improvements anything we can do to improve we're always listening to feedback um and i think we ship updates like more than anyone it's just lots of new updates all the time and apps constantly getting better introducing coco golf's signature shoe more than just a tennis shoe it's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette it's designed to enhance speed and power on the court the multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out the coco cg1 empowers you to dominate the game learn more and purchase the coco cg1 at newbalance.com Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Awesome. Awesome. Big props to you and your team. Uh, so, Neil, so curious. Um, well, I mean, you've, you've gone through like, um, you know, a lot of the features, but I was just wondering if you could just kind of maybe summarize or like kind of categorize, like what are all the, you know, basically things that you would be able to analyze as an amateur tennis player to improve your game? Yeah. So um, in terms of metrics that we track, so we are tracking the entire ball trajectory. So what this means is we can tell you, like what's the speed of your shots? What's the depth of your shots? So like how deep are you hitting it when it lands? Um, what's the accuracy as well? Like how often are you hitting it in versus out versus like in the net? Um, and so just from like those three data points alone, like speed, placement, and accuracy, there's a lot you can learn about your game. And then we also split that up based on your shot type. So you can see like those three metrics for my serves versus like for my backhands versus for my forehands. And then you can go really deep. Like you can say like, how is my cross court forehand doing? How's my down the line forehand doing? So you can go like really, really deep. And that's probably more than what most people actually need to do. Um, but it's all there if you want it. Um, and so that's what we can track in terms of like metrics. And then in terms of the video itself, as I mentioned, like we're tracking every single shot that's hit throughout the entire match. We're tracking when the point begins, when it ends. And so what that means is when you go and watch your video, nobody who watches their match in Swing Vision ever has to watch an actual footage of them picking up balls or anything like that. We automatically cut through all that. And it's just really fast. You can just like tap the next point, tap the next point. It just jumps nicely for you. And it's really nice, easy to use interface. Um, and then you can use all kinds of filters, as I mentioned earlier. So like all kinds of shot filters. There's also rally-based filters. Um, but, you know, that's that's really kind of the, the core experience there is like getting all these stats about your game, but then also being able to review your footage in a really like customized and, and efficient way. And then sharing that footage too. So you can like, create a highlight reel, generate a link for that unique link for it and like share it with your friends or family or coach. Um, and so that's kind of like, I would say the, the core three to four core things that we do. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. I remember, um, uh, I hosted my online, uh, tennis summit, which I do every year. And, um, I had people send in video clips and there was one, um, individual who sent uh, a swing vision link to her forehands. And so like every single, shot was a forehand yeah. even though she was playing you know like a full match so, so that cool. was like super convenient i was like wow this is uh <laughs> this is a real deal so <laughs> awesome. yeah it was real neat um 
yeah in in terms of um maybe uh you know combining anything is there any other sort of training tool or you know whether it's digital or physical or anything like that that you would recommend that people like pair with swing vision because obviously swing vision is going to give you a ton but like is there anything else that maybe you use or you think other people should use uh as well um the one other equipment i do use is a ball machine uh i don't use it that often um yeah. maybe once a week or something well actually maybe that is pretty often <laughs> um but uh i use the proton ball machine so it's a brand new machine that's actually made made by a guy who worked at apple he's literally like invented the apple pencil he was wow. there for like 20 years he's a genius I'm, I'm really close friends with him his name's jonah so he's based like just down the road wow. from me and so he's made like the swing vision of ball machines so it's like super intelligent uh, very nice aesthetic design it literally looks like it's designed by apple it's so beautiful and it's it's really light wow. too it's like 20 pounds and you just carry it over your shoulder and it, it it fits like literally in the front of my tesla like it's that tiny it fits in the front trunk um and what's so powerful about it is that i can control it with my phone so i can literally go on my phone and say like hit at this particular point on the court and it will shoot balls to that location and you oh, can change sick yeah it's so cool and you can change the speed from like i think like 15 miles an hour all the way to like 70 miles per hour you can change the rpm from negative 3000 rpm so like super backspin slice all the way <laughs> to 3000 rpm which is like nadal's forehand so literally you can play against Nadal, which is probably not that productive but anyways you can do it if you want to um but but it just has so much customization and I love using it with swing vision because we have this feature where like I can specify like certain zones on the court that I'm trying to hit into. And so if I'm trying to work on my depth or something like that, then I'll do that. And then swing vision will actually like play sound effects when I'm playing with the ball machine. So it'll announce like whether I'm making it in or out, it announces like the shot speed. So I can see that I'm actually like getting some more pace on my shots. It's just like an excellent way to train. And we have some really cool things in the pipeline in the future where we'll even be able to control the ball machine using swing vision's AI, which would be like really cool. So there's some stuff there in the pipeline as well, which I think is going to be next level. And so once that's integrated, then that's going to be like such an amazing training experience because you could literally like play a match and then go off your mat, go off the court. And then we'll be able to tell you, like, we know these patterns of play were points that you were struggling on. And then we're going to go and like simulate that again for you with this ball machine. Um, and then you can like get better at playing those particular patterns. Um, and so then it'll become, you know, you'll be able to improve against like certain playing styles and certain types of opponents mm -hmm. that maybe you struggle with for whatever the reason is. Um, and then overall, it just, it's just like gamifying the experience because that's one thing I think that's like been pretty bad with ball machines in the past. It's like, you're just there alone. You don't know how to set it up. You're just kind of like on the court alone. It's kind of boring. Um, and so with like all the sound effects and everything with like swing vision, it makes it so much more fun. So I think that's like a really underrated aspect of, of the app that I think a lot of people don't know about. Um, and it, it, honestly, you can do what I'm doing with like any ball machine. But I do personally like like this one because it just it's so versatile, and we do have some plans to like work more closely with them in the future. Yeah, that is super cool. I just uh, googled um, the Proton Ball Machine, and it looks really neat. And it, it looks like um, you know they sold out of some runs already, like in the near <laughs> yeah. future. So that's that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, um, demand is yeah, really high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's that's amazing. Um, yeah, because I, I use Slinger Bag right now, but um, you know this one looks you know. A lot more. It has more advanced features. It sounds like so. Be interesting to see if maybe they push each other. But yeah. uh, good stuff. And um, yeah, curious too. Um, what are some of the biggest um, uh, improvements that you've made in your game lately? You know, whether it's by using Swing Vision or lessons or anything. Just curious. 
I think the biggest improvement in my game has just been I've been able to get like a lot more um, aggressive and hitting that like serve plus one shot. Um, you know, before I'd be pretty comfortable just kind of staying back, but now I'm like constantly looking to come into the net as soon as I can. And so like as soon as I hit my serve, I'm looking for that next shot and like trying to come in on it if I can. And then in conjunction, it's also like running around my backhand to hit my forehand. I've gotten a lot better at that now. And the ball machine has helped me train that train that in my mind too. Like as soon as I see that ball trajectory coming towards me, if I know it's coming to a certain yeah. part of the of my left side, I know I can run around it fast enough to hit the forehand now. Um, and so that's been something I've been trying to work on more and um, both in conjunction with the ball machine and swing vision. I think that's probably the part of my game that's improved the best. And then my serve too, I think overall has improved. Uh, again, there was, a, there was a patch there where I was like hitting some pretty bad serves and uh, my technique was just like so off because I, I don't have a coach right now or anything, but just being able to review the footage, it was like so obvious what was going wrong. Um, so that was nice. to just like gave myself a free lesson basically. And um, my serve improved like massively just from that. So. Awesome. Good to hear that. Uh, what, one other question um, for, on the recording side is, um, can you record from something other than your iPhone, like say GoPro or a camera at this point, and then upload it? Uh, is that possible at this point? To some extent. So you can record with a okay. GoPro or even an Android phone. Um, the thing is you do need to import it into an iOS device at the end of the day, because we don't process anything on our website. So you would need to have like a Mac or an iPad. And you need to transfer the video there. And um, quite a few users do this. It's it's a small percentage, but um, growing. And uh, a lot of people do do that. But I think the best experience is still going to be if you just use the iPhone. And what I tell a lot of Android people is like, um, if they have the budget, they can buy an iPhone SE second gen, which is actually like 200 bucks yeah. on Amazon. So it's, it's the most affordable mm -hmm. iPhone you can get. And it also supports real-time processing. Um, and so a lot of folks will just do that because they know we're going to come to Android anyway. But if you want to like start using the app today, just you can buy that phone and you can probably resell it. I mean, iPhones usually have pretty good resale values. So you buy it for 200 bucks today, maybe in a year, it's, it'll be like 150 or 100. Um, but you can still yeah. get some good value out of it, uh, you know, through, throughout that time until we come to Android and start building up your library of, of stats and matches. Yeah, no, that's super smart. Yeah, I was wondering because, you know, for content creators, sometimes they're going to be using like, you know, GoPro or a camera or something like that. So would I lose any sort of functionality by recording through a different device and then uploading it like on my Mac? Yeah, the main functionality you just lose is like the real time line challenges and things like that. Um, yeah. But other than that, like in terms of post review, it's like basically identical. Um, you know, assuming you're set nice. setting up the right way, you're zooming into the core like mm -hmm. as close as you can. Um, you'll get all the same features. Uh, our new auto scoring feature that we're going to release soon also will be supported for importing as well. So you can import a match input like the final set scores and then it will automatically score like all the points in the match for you that will work as well um even if you're using a gopro so yeah so you get pretty much all the same functionality in terms of like post post match that's really exciting so um this may be a pretty <laughs> narrow question again but well for me but uh and other creators but like um can you use like footage like uh, you know from swing vision like say if i want to put out a youtube video like can you use that footage is there any like um you know uh limitations on that no, especially no, no, no. like when you said that the scoring you know like that would be awesome like instead of manually like putting in the score each yeah. point you know 100 percent. yeah 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 <laughs> so we we put the scoreboard on there for you and then you can export um the video out of the app um and you can export like highlights of 
every single point if you want that to be your highlights or you can do specific points. Um, it'll have the scoreboard mm -hmm. on there for you if you're using the auto scoring. It will have like the shot data on there too, like the little heat maps. You can turn all that off. You don't have to put it on if you don't want it, but it's all there. Nice. Um, yeah, so yeah, a lot of people do this on YouTube. If you if you just search YouTube for like Swing Region, you'll see like so many people like exporting their matches out and like uploading it there. So it's a very common thing and yeah, no restrictions there. Um, please do that. I'm happy for you to do that. It helps us <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, we're, and we're trying to make that even more powerful and better. And yeah, um, you know, over time we might even, add ability to like customize how those overlays look, you know, to add your own branding or add your own logos and things like that. And so we want to get to a point where like, if you're a creator, you shouldn't have to even edit the video at all. in like another editing software, like Swing Vision should just do everything for you and you can personalize it and customize it to what you you want for your brand and your channel. So yeah, that's definitely something we want to invest more in in the future. But I think already today you can make some excellent content with that and tell like a really cool story about your match and all that. So really excited to see how people are using that. Yeah, love it, love it. That's that's exciting. Uh, much appreciated from uh, us creators. Um, <laughs> and uh, I knew you mentioned some future advancements, but just in general, like as well, like um, what uh, I guess, what's the future for technology for tennis generally, and then also for Swing Vision? Yeah, I mean, I think for Swing Vision in particular, we're trying to make this experience again, just like automate everything we can, right? So. Currently today, you can challenge line calls from your watch, which is like really cool and very sci-fi, but it'd be nice if I didn't even have to challenge. Like the pros today don't do that anymore, right? They just have Hawkeye Live. They don't even challenge anymore. Um, so that's what we want to get to. Like I shouldn't have to do anything about my watch. My watch tell me if it's in or out retro, like in real time, I shouldn't have to even worry about it. So that's what we're trying to get to is basically bring that like live calling experience. Um, and every line call is challenged if you think about it in that way. Uh, and then also keeping yeah. score for you. So if you have like a Bluetooth speaker or something on the court, you can imagine Swing Vision's actually announcing scores and it'll say like, swap the lead, two games to love. And it's like super personalized, um, maybe even with like celebrity voices or something. So I think that's where we're trying to go is like bring that entire like Grand Slam experience down to like any court in the world. You should be able to do this just using your iPhone and you'll get that same experience and feeling like you're playing with a court with an umpire and reps and all that stuff. Um, so that's where we're trying to go to there. And then taking that one level further, you should be able to stream your match as well. So in addition to having that amazing experience, I should be able to broadcast it so like my friends and family could watch it. Maybe they're not able to attend my match in person. Um, and they can actually all see, the, see it live just like they would a professional match. They'll see the scoreboard on there in real time and instant replays and like at the change of ends, they'll show like the, the stats, the summary sheet and all that, just like you see it in the pro match. So we're trying to like change that entire experience as well of like live streaming um, and almost become sort of like a Twitch for tennis if you think about it. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be great for the creators um so yeah it's gonna be awesome um so that's what we're trying to do with swing vision and then um for for the general tech landscape i think you know we're kind of i think the pioneers in any sport in terms of what you can do with your with your mobile uh iphone or, or ipad um and so you know we want to bring this to other sports as well um we feel like tennis shouldn't be the only one that gets it as much as we love tennis uh, there are other sports out there that also don't have this and deserve to have it so you know we once we kind of solidify the product in tennis and like we have like a really solid like you know user experience and everything then we'll start going to other sports we don't want to make that jump too quickly because that's something that some of our competitors have done before that was kind of a, one of their biggest mistakes was betting themselves too thin so you know we want to be careful about that um we don't need to go to other sports we, we we're happy to just stay in tennis if we want to but 
no one's really doing this in other sports. So we, we just feel kind of bad for everybody else. So we want to just bring us to, to other sports. So I think we're going to do it, um, but it'll take some time, probably like a couple of years. But, you know, there's other paddle and pickleball and all these other sports are growing so fast right now. And then, um, you yeah. know, there's other racket sports, obviously, in the world, too, table tennis and all that stuff. So we want to try to go to as many as it makes sense where we think we can do like a really good job um, and where we can do the same thing, like, you know, provide you data on your game, officiate your match, stream it, so on. Um, so any sport where we think we can do that really well, we'll do it. Um, is the plan and i think you're going to start to see like pretty much you know maybe five ten years like every sport will have something like swing vision whether we're doing it or someone else is doing it but um, that's my vision that's my hope uh vision pun unintended <laughs> is that everyone has this access to the same experience and then you just kind of democratize access to data everyone has data about their game everybody has video about their game everyone's able to improve like kind of everybody's on the same playing field right um so yeah, I think that's where the industry is going and it's pretty exciting. Love it. Yeah, very exciting. Um, and again, you know, um, big thanks to you guys, um, gals and everybody uh, at Swing Vision. <laughs> no, seriously, like you guys, uh, really innovative. We really needed it <laughs> and still need it. So in terms of, um, you know, seeing what you and Swing Vision are up to, is there any particular, like, do, I don't know, do you have like social media or anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, we're pretty active on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so just Instagram.com slash Swing Vision app, sorry, Swing Vision app um, is our new handle now. So we were pretty active on Instagram. Um, we post a lot of cool highlights from the app so you can just see like how it works. But we do do like product announcements, things like that. And then we also recently added our newsletter on our website too. So if you go to like swing.vision backslash newsletters, we have like all of our latest newsletters there. And we actually, if you create an account in the app, you'll kind of automatically get our newsletters. We just do them like once a month, but um, basically anytime we have like some big product releases, we'll do that. And it's, we've kind of got a, a nice like cult following there of people just like always eager to hear the, the latest newsletters. And they, if you haven't done one in a while, you're like, Hey, like when's the latest newsletter? Like what are you guys doing next? So, wow. um, so, so definitely check that out. Uh, I think we, we make some pretty cool newsletters and we, we try to, um, you know, get a lot of excitement going about all the all the new features that we're always releasing. Cool, that's great. I mean, I get the opposite. Usually, I get people saying, "Stop emailing me," <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, good to hear that. And um, uh, let's see. So, in terms of, um, so I always ask this question of every guest, which is, "What is one key tip that you can give us to help us improve our tennis games?" <laughs> You swing vision, of course, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think like filming, as you said, like just just start filming your match. And it's interesting because the vast majority of people who use swing vision have never filmed their match before, which I'm really happy. Like that means we're providing a lot of value. But just film your match and watch yourself play. Like that alone, forget about all the data and the stats. Like surprisingly, like that alone will you will improve so quickly. Um, and then the idea with swing vision is like it's just gonna be a lot more efficient because like you're not gonna have to like sift through the footage it's gonna just show you like the stuff you care about so you know i would say record your match with swing vision look at the shots that you missed and you'll improve your game just sitting there on the couch literally like five minutes on your couch is all you need to improve your game and you will like very massively improve your game um it's cannot state that enough it's just kind of crazy <laughs> and unbelievable as i'm saying it but like that is that is actually what happens um, so definitely try it out and it's free to try so why not <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, you can go to tennisfiles.com slash swing vision uh, to get a an exclusive free thirty day trial uh, for swing vision, as well as um, check out that bundle of the phone mount and annual membership. I think it's hundred off. Um, yeah, which is pretty good, <laughs> pretty great yeah. actually. <laughs> so uh, so one sixty, I think, um, with a discount. But 
Swapneil, uh, it was really great having you on. Uh, any last thoughts or anything? Uh, I'll let you just have the floor before we uh, adjourn. No, yeah, just thank you for having me and thank you to those of you who listened to this. Um, we're just so excited about Tungvision and the impact, positive impact it's going to have on the sport and just appreciate anybody here who's going to end up using it. Please uh, send me feedback too, personally. Um, I'm always open to feedback. Like You can literally email me directly, swapnil at swing.tennis. Uh, so just any feedback you have, um, I would love to hear it. And we're always trying to make the app better. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, uh, Swapneil. Great having you on uh, to talk about the evolution in uh, tennis tech and swing vision. And uh, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. All right. I really hope you enjoyed my interview with Swapneil Sahai uh, from Swing Vision. And again, Swapneil, thanks a lot for taking the time. Really enjoyed speaking with you. And you're obviously a very uh, intelligent person who uh, is just trying to help tennis players improve their game through Swing Vision. Um, it's a great app. So definitely excited for um, you all to try it out and for myself to use it as well and for the really cool improvements, especially uh, you know the score tracking that'll help uh, some of us who you know manually ourselves or our editors are, are creating these scorecards and things like that for every single point. So <laughs> But yeah, it's it's super cool and uh, definitely check it out at tennisfiles.com slash swingvision again for that exclusive free 30-day trial for Tennis Files listeners. And also the $100 off, you'll get uh, the phone mount and the annual membership for $160 instead of $260. It's a special Tennis Files bundle discount uh, through tennisfiles.com slash swingvision and check the link in the show notes page. With that, thank you so much for listening. And I do want to leave you with a quote as I often do at the end of the show and let me actually get this quote up for you and this one is by Colin R. Davis and Colin said the road to success and the road to failure are almost exactly the same very deep quote there I really like that one so with that thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the Tennis Files Podcast this is Marvin Aranchad signing out. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit tennisfiles.com.